I think um, I'm at the point now in trying to record episodes or record on this topic or record as I work through this because, you know, I typically record based on just what comes up and then I'll have a topic intuitively come up and sometimes I'll ask you guys, like, what do you want me to discuss or it's inspired by something. They come up very organically. But I don't quite think as I'm on my maybe like 30th attempt and this is not an exaggeration with this specific episode that I've admitted to myself until right now that I am about to break I don't think I actually admitted that and I don't think those sentiments had come up because when you deal with something that is so either shocking or leveling or just hard to understand when it happens to you usually what we forget is that the pain doesn't all come at once and a lot of times you can imagine even if the pain comes the diagnosis you might not even know exactly why the pain is coming like you have the root you have a not even root you know okay this thing happened if we take talk take it physically uh say you were in an accident okay i have this pain here since the accident i can presume this pain definitely came from the accident although i don't know what this pain is or why and it can take you a minute to actually figure out and learn well this is exactly what's happening this is why it's happening here is specifically what you went through that caused this i mean when my ribs are broken this this goes to say a lot about me and not necessarily in a good way or more so what i've been through um i didn't realize my ribs were broken for about two weeks that could have fucking killed me because my ribs were broken in multiple spots after my car accident last year but i have a high pain tolerance coupled with severe and complex ptsd and i had so much pain in so many different areas and i was seeing medical professionals at the time but the people i were seeing were fucking idiots so they couldn't correctly diagnose the pain i was in until eventually i went to another specialist and they were like holy shit you're she said to me um i'll never forget I've you you have so many breaks in your body, you have so many breaks in your fucking bones, in your ribs. And she said it almost with a smile, but because she was disturbed, she was like that Honestly, if this second adopt if the second doctor, her consulting doctor agrees with me, we're sending you to the hospital right away cuz like you can't can't I didn't realize for about two weeks and I was in pain. I got to the point where I couldn't walk at all. And everyone around me was just like, you're just going through it. You're just going through it. And I was like, no, but something else is wrong. There is something else wrong. I can feel it. Oh, well, it's just the pain, you know? And then I find out from this doctor, she's like, Jesus Christ. Everything's fucking broken. (laughs) We have to 
you, you, we have to just build you up again. Like, you... Ground zero. I didn't expect to once again be at that point. This year, since that accident was last year. And I can, I can finally speak on it, because all the legalities and shit are closed. Although I really won't speak on it, the ac- that accident, that much. But even just saying that much, I really couldn't. Um until now just being able to say like what injuries I had you know I didn't expect to be at that point once again and like I was saying before I just didn't I didn't realize that what was happening over the past few weeks up until now was just that with every day and moment as it sunk in what I had gone through my psyche my nervous system, my body this whole foundation rocky foundation that I was on both um, literally and like physically and energetically it was just crumbling and now I, I always say and I always tell the universe, like, yo, rip the band-aid off. I'm not the type of person that likes to be eased through transitions. But again, that could be from all the PTSD I have to where I'm just used to it, so I don't see any other option. But I'm always like, if something needs to leave my life, if there's better coming, get, get rid of what, these, like, what needs to go. I don't ever want anything that, that shouldn't be in my life to be there. So fucking rip it out. Just rip it out. I'll get over it. Rip the weeds out. Because if it doesn't need to be there, if it's harming me, if I have better coming and there needs to be space, take it. Fucking take it. Yeah, I know it hurts and most people would never dare. They're like, you know, like, just let me know and I'll make the choice. No, take it. I will make the choice to get rid of it or you can rip it out first, whichever comes sooner. Because I know it's for my benefit. I know this is for my benefit. But it still fucking sucks, you know. I got the chance to see a friend that I hadn't seen since, um, let's see, let's see, almost a year, a little under a year, um, close friend, but time was just passing, they had gone through some stuff, and I just hadn't been able to see them, um, and I got to see this friend yesterday, for the first time, and I had spoken to maybe one or two other people about kind of what I was going through. But this one, as I caught this person up on the situation, because they didn't know anything about anything, it was a full, like, let's catch up. How have you been for the past, like, year? It was one of those. So I said, honestly, as far back as I can go is the past couple months, but here's what went down. And I basically relayed to this person, who is also a therapist in their profession as well, um, little asterisk side note, do, do not put, do not expect your if your friends that are therapy that are therapists or psychologists don't expect them to like do their therapy work for you i'm just saying i'm just making that note to to note that this is someone that understands more of the human condition and abuse and trauma and things like that sometimes you have people that that are in certain fields like that or friends that have just studied it extensively in their personal lives that when you relay situations to them about what you're going through 
they can point out things that you might not know. So I can tend to be that friend for a lot of people who they're explaining what they're going through. And I, I'm not giving advice, but I'll say like, you know, this, what you're dealing, what this person's doing, it's a sign of this. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just putting that like little side note um, in there, you know, it, truly, I wasn't, I wasn't asking for advice or anything. I was just explaining what was going on to someone that was knowledge that does have a bit more of a new nuanced and personalized understanding of more than just right and wrong but like what we go through why we go through it what should be tolerated and what shouldn't i, I guess i should say so i relate to this person these two explain to this person these two situations two major situations i'd gone through and when both were both were very bad but when i got to the second one and i'm trying to not make one sound worse than the other although one might be slightly worse they're just in different modes the theme was just gen- general uh like just abuse you know and when i started getting to the second the last one that i explained to this person i was like you know this is going to be the best one of all but this one might be the most disturbing you sure you want to? <laughs> sure you want to hear it? And then I'm like, go for it. It it was something about the look on this person's face, as I explained it, where they were just like, "Good God, wow, that is disgusting." And there was nothing you could have really done to prevent it. And just like, I'm sorry. And even if there was something you, I could have done to prevent it, it was like, you still wouldn't have deserved to go through that. And his friend said, you know, I can see now why. And this is just in the synopsis that I gave them. I can see now why you've been so checked out the past couple of weeks because you've been go- de- dealing with or healing reeling from or healing from these two situations that basically both came to a head at the same time because you know like we say the universe god creator whatever you believe in timing is is important and very often than not if you have one major thing that needs to go and another major thing that needs to go the universe might just rip, rip them both out at the same time or if it's like, all right, if you have this one under control, I'm gonna go pull. I'm gonna go to the other side of the garden and rip out the weeds on that side, so like we can get more done, right? So this friend said, you know, and it was so interesting because I didn't really notice that they had noticed that or that it was visible that I had been kind of more distant because this person and I we weren't really talking that much anyway over the past couple months and I knew that they were going through some stuff so I just understood that but then they said no even with all of what they were going through I still noticed that you these past couple weeks were just off and we weren't even like really speaking not like we weren't on speaking terms we just weren't really speaking you know what I'm saying like we just hadn't really said anything to each other even like on social media you know little nuances about myself that this per, uh friend that picked up on you know like hmm she's not 
posting anything despite the fact that i know she's a model and she's always out and doing shit she's not posting anything and i have a whole like catalog worth of um posts on standby that realistically i could have just posted every like two days a new post new post without actually having to take anything new and they know he knows that almost everyone knows it like this girl just has she's just sitting on content so she's willingly not posting any of her content and mind you i do modeling um content creation all of it so that's like my fucking thing she's willingly choosing to not use the platform she comes back one time just to post a little ad and says nothing else doesn't nothing else she's not posting anything in her story she's not posting any of her inspirational shit I have a lot of people tell me like, you know, Nia, I love just seeing your life and seeing your life through your lens because you, the way you portray life, the way you are with words, the way you're so self-assured, the way you work through things, the way you teach us things, the way you take care of yourself and truly stick by it and boost that to us, the the way you see the beauty in life and can convey that through your pictures because I love taking pictures. It's so fun to see, and we love seeing it in your stories. Could you see it in my posts? But my posts are mainly, honestly, as of the past, like, eight, nine months, the majority of the pictures posted on my Instagram aren't taken by me. They're taken by photographers, like professional fucking photographers. I I never would have thought I'd be the type of person to not post my, take my own pictures, or, you know, not have, have my pictures just be taken by, like, a friend you know what i'm saying but like all of my instagram posts pretty much except for maybe a feed post here or there they're all taken by professional photographers so it's just a different vibe you know what i'm saying so my and my stories really give you a great look into me and with that and the entire the silence i guess has been deafening you know i'd seen something that it said actions are very loud but like silence can Sorry if you heard that. I don't know what that alarm was. Actions can be very loud, but silence can be even louder, like absolutely deafening. So this friend had noticed, you know, okay, you haven't been posting any any post, which is unlike you as of now. But on top of that, there's just no stories. And it's not like you ever have nothing going on. Like what? You're not even sharing like cute little video. There's just nothing. And that is not like you. there's just been like no footprint of you like you fucking disappeared you're not reaching out out to anyone we don't nothing and i guess in them noticing those little tiny um clicks about me they had begun to presume a general picture that wherever i was I, wherever I was, I wasn't. Wherever I was in the physical, mentally, I just was not there. And I think I just got in the space where I just needed a really, really big break. I had nothing. I And I just didn't. Everything became overwhelming. And I knew back to basics, back to groundwork. When I'm feeling off, I just have to take care of myself. That's the only thing I can focus on. So my only focus 
I'm sorry if I sound nasally. I'm presuming it's because of the gluten I had yesterday. Gluten or American gluten and American wheat is much different than like the wheat and bread and shit that you get in other countries like in Europe. In Europe, I can eat a slice of like European, like Italian um, bread, like bread in Italy and be cool. The wheat and the way it's fucking processed and shit in the U.S., that's why so many people in the U.S. have issues with gluten. And you have these people that are like, well, don't cut out gluten. It's going to, well, you're not understanding. There's a reason why you'll have people that are outside the U.S. say, you guys have to cut out so much to be healthy, and we don't. And Americans will say that, well, oh, like, well, this country doesn't cut out gluten. Well, yeah, because their gluten is fucking real. It's not, like, fucking poisoned like ours. So, of course, there are a lot of people that are sensitive to it in the U.S. Because we eat bastardized wheat. And it's so fucking bad for you that, like... Like, the ingredients aren't real, so of course people are sensitive to it. And that's why you have people like my nail tech, who's Japanese. She's like, yo, in Japan, we don't cut out all the shit you guys have to have to, to be healthy. And we were talking, and she was like, yeah, it's probably because we in Japan have, like, real food. And y'all have to, y'all unfortunately have to eat. The, the shit that you have that's processed is super processed. Which is why so many American healthy, holistic nutritionists are like, yo, you have to cut out processed food. Or limit it. Because our processed food and other countries, other countries' processed foods are so different, and our processed foods are like demonically processed. <laughs> it's like they take out the nutrients and they pump in the poison. Anyway, so yeah, I, I ate out yesterday, and usually when I get very nasally, it's because um, I had a lot of wheat or a lot of gluten, you know. So I just wanted to uh, preface that. Yeah, so this friend had, or actually, I've just been having to really just only focus on taking care of myself. Ground up, because whenever, whenever there's a, a, a space of lack, when more needs to kind of come in, whenever there's um, like a dry well in a certain area of my life, it's not focusing for me on that dry well that brings the life abundance source of the water source back in it's focusing on myself and truly i've realized all i have to ever do is just focus on my taking care of myself starting for me with my personal health i take care of my personal health take care of myself everything just fucking comes in everything flows when that slips everything tends to stop just energetically so with that i just wasn't able to there was no space because i was just reeling and i knew i just gotten gotten out of i'd gotten out of one abusive situation and i had found out about another abusive situation and it's just too much like i can't i can't do anything i can't interact with anything i had enough space in my mind in my life to see my see my main best friend because we see each other and we speak to each other so consistently like literally every single day for the past i don't know how old were we met every single day for like the past 12 13 years that for her it's not really it's not a chore or it's not like a mental task to speak to her you know what i'm saying like you have some friends that are like great and everything but it's like oh, okay i have to text this person back whereas with her it's just i don't know it's, it's like breathing at this point so 
I had realized that we we go through pain in waves like I was like I was explaining earlier. And typically, I feel like when you get out of an abusive situation of any kind, and when we say abusive, we can tend to only think of it as romantic. You could have abusive friendships, and abusive friendships are what fuck a, or fuck a lot of you up. Because you'll stay in abusive friendships for like 15 years. Or have like a frenemy from preschool, and now you're in college, and she's still your frenemy, and you still keep them around. You can have abusive relationships with your parents, abusive relationships with a partner, with a spouse, abusive relationship, like connection with your boss. Because a lot of people have bosses that just not, don't just suck, but they're abusive. Especially if you work in like a sort of really heart-centered service-based uh, industry, like if you work in childcare or home, home health or anything like that. It is easy to be uh manipulated or if you i know there are people that like clean houses and um but they but they're like lower income and the people that they're cleaning their houses for might be abusive like whatever it is there are you can have abusive bosses you can have um abusive co-workers and not and i'm i make this distinction and these aren't just things that are like eh i'm talking actually abusive So, the the abuse doesn't just come in romantic relationships, but a lot of times when you leave a abusive uh, connection, it doesn't hit you all at once. Like, you don't realize all of what you go through, what you've gone through at once. Your your brain, your body, your nervous system isn't able to process it all. So I I've had periods where I was angry when I first found out about something, and I'll get I'll get to that. I'll get to the, these two situations hopefully in the same same hour. You know I've uh, gotten angry when I first things at first come to blows and broke, and then it kind kind of um washes away or subsides a little bit and then the wave the tide pulls back comes back in full anger and rage tide pulls back out tide pulls back in tide comes back in i should say or washes back in and then it just comes back out like you know what i'm saying Because you can only handle so much. This is also why a lot of people that experience abuse have PTSD, complex PTSD. One, like my therapist had told, old therapist had told me, and what a lot of therapists might say is to, um, as you experience these things, make a list of what, what you went through. Like put it in your notes, make a running list. Because when you try to explain what you went through, what happened to you, your mind is going to blink out. Your mind's going to be like, what? What abuse? Mm -mm, Nothing happened. And it'll be during your day-to-day where your brain's like, yo, I can't believe I fucking went through this and that. But let you try to explain it to someone, even even a therapist, your mind's going to blank. And I have a running list for another situation that I will not get into um, probably for a really long time. But it was very, very severe. And I had a trauma-centered therapist. 
and she told me like yo like see if you can make a list and like we're gonna have to make a list and a google doc it was a lot and the list had about 300 items on it and that was just what i can remember of crazy ridiculous abusive situation situations that happened within within this one situation and once you start writing it down it's one very angering and two the information tends to flow because your brain's like all right like i'll start giving you more and more and more so if this is you even if you have a shitty abusive friend and you're you're still at the stage where you're trying to convince yourself it's not a big fucking deal write it down anyway like oh today i told jessica that i was really excited to get into this uh what what is it like this uh i don't know law school program and jessica told me i was stupid and that i would never uh, it would never work now that would if that that was real life jessica would have would have caught these fucking hands but a lot of you are friends like that so okay you experienced it you know it's wrong write it down put in your notes app and and put all put all these instances in the same list and don't separate them and then you'll be like okay a couple days later okay so i was texting jessica and i told her good morning and she told me i was annoying for telling her good morning and then later i went out to go get drinks with jessica and she kept pushing me to get drunk even though i was really uncomfortable and then she kept pushing different men on me that i didn't want or and made me feel uncomfortable because i wasn't interested in these men and she kept trying to set me up with them and then oh another day jessica decided no these are not real instances from my life i've never dealt with like any of these you know oh and then another day um jessica and i had a sleepover and she took pictures of me without my consent and sent them to all of her friends on snapchat to make fun of me you know like because i've heard some of you say shit like that put it all in the list and then when you go through it as you keep going through it and the list gets longer and longer from things that are keep happening from things that happened in the past see if you want to be friends with that person see if it makes sense Okay, let's get into it. So I had a roommate situation. I don't even feel like sugarcoating this shit. And basically, we had become friends very quickly and we had fell out very quickly. I knew about a, a month or two in that I was going to be dealing with some... Or I was dealing with some bullshit and that I was dealing with someone who was quite quite frankly insane you know what I'm saying And it started off cool. And I think it's... I'm not naive and I'm not very trusting. So I can say I realized I peeped this person very early on. But because of my... I had a lot of shit going on at that time. I was not able to move out of the apartment for until about three months after I really realized, okay, 
I honestly don't like this girl. You know, I, w- I wasn't in the position. Also, I had some shit going on. The least, I couldn't move out. So at the very least, I would try to travel as much as possible. Like, I would be out of the apartment for weeks at a time. Or I was dating a guy. So, and I wouldn't go over to his house to, like, not be in the apartment. It just, it was convenient. Like, oh, I get to go to his house. We get to be, like, a couple. And I don't have to be in my own apartment. So it's a win-win-win for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, I am so nasally. Oh, fuck. This, like, I don't understand why I didn't ask for a gluten-free bun. Because I know they fucking had it, but I just wasn't thinking. And now I literally can't breathe. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so annoying. So yeah, like, I... It just got to the point where I ended up having to just endure it as much as I could. I kept my distance. I separated myself from from this girl as much as humanly possible. You know, I tried to not engage. I did the best I could. It just got to a point where I was just waiting to be released from the lease. You know what I'm saying? So... This was not me necessarily tolerating this person so much as... Or I had to tolerate it enough until I could leave. But literally within about two months, if that... If that... Because the signs started showing early. And I was like, huh, mental note of this, mental note of that. And then once things had really just started to boil pretty quickly, I was like, okay, I'm making a game plan. And I made my game plan and made my escape so it didn't take long i it wasn't like this person had swept a rug out from under me it it was just like those last couple months especially i was like yo like i fucking hate being here because i'm dealing with someone that is actually insane and i'm paying rent to deal with it and this was someone that started out as what i thought would be a really great longtime friend and they became extremely abusive extremely quickly so let me to start you off with this example or with this um analogy so watching the avatar the last airbender series i'm really not going to get into a synopsis of it but for, i'm pretty sure all of you know of the series at the very least uh you have the four different nations earth water fire air most people in each nation have the ability to bend their respective element based on the based on where they live um like based on their like heritage ethnicity there's the avatar the avatar can bend all four elements in the show the avatar is like a fucking kid um he a prince is trying to hunt him because the prince gets banished by his father and the prince is and the prince is like well if i return the avatar to the to the prince and the prince is only like 15 14 15 if i return the avatar to the to uh, my father who's like the the fire lord basically which is the equivalent of like an emperor or king i my father will give me back my honor and unbanish me you know so basically hurt kid trying his fucking best to get the approval of his evil and horribly abusive father because that because that works well right the prince also has a sister the sister is in the father's good graces the sister is cunning she is very sleek she is a whole fucking menace like a terrorist she's nuts but she she's just so she's bloodthirsty she is a great warrior over time towards the last season of the show and the orc uh orchestrated like art art articulated this beautifully for the first time you see her start to slip 
mentally and it shows in her actions in her words and her outburst and in the even every strand of hair she would have out of place because before that she could be going full-on battle mode and would, would still look perfect right as she re- as she starts to slip as she starts to become just so bloodthirsty and power thirsty and realize that the people in her life no longer want to be around her as she's hurting people she starts to lose it when she realizes people can see through her or when people are not afraid of her she loses her mind quite literally and then things just start piling up from there and she just starts to lose it she becomes irrational she becomes paranoid she just becomes cruel like even more cruel so the one pivotal point was where in essence she had she was once again trying to kill her her brother because like that's cause that that was like her little side quest like you know let's, let's just fucking kill the kid she's trying to kill her brother the prince her two of her friends end up being in the prison where the brother is at because the the brother was only in the prison to try to do a prison break to get out someone else out of the prison She goes to complete this plan to kill the brother by basically they're on like one of those floating like trolley cars kind of and she orders the or the cables are being cut. The cables are being cut like there's no way for them to escape because if they fall they're going to fall into boiling hot water and just fucking die. The girl's best the the princess's best friend plugs the cable and, and and knocks out everyone stops the cables from being cut in order to save his life and mind you the princess was, the best friend was already very mad at this dude because he was like yo she was like yo you left me uh, uh you know like angsty teenager but she still wasn't about to let her boyfriend ex-boyfriend be killed because her best friend just wanted to be a nut the princess confronts the best friend and there's a little more that happens within that episode but basically the best friend knew what the princess's plan was and she defied it the princess confronts the best friend may and the princess is like yo like what the fuck is wrong with you you should fear me and May says this line that I've, I've heard multiple times in all the times I've watched this show. And I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember it exactly word for word. But it really sunk yesterday. And I was like, oh. Azula, the princess, says, you should fear me. And May says, you miscalculated. I love Zuko, prince more than I fear you and that moment right there was when Azula pretty much fucking lost her mind and then her other best friend who was there sticks up on, on May's side um, and knocks 
and like uh, paralyzes temporarily paralyzes Azula, so that Azula Azula got dealt like a two po- two point blow. Like both of her girls she thought were best friends decided they didn't want to be like stepped on stepped on by her anymore. They didn't want to be in her shadows. The love they had for themselves and and the people around them was far higher than the fear they had for her. And mind you, this girl, this girl, and this is where the si- uh, my situation and the show situation don't relate because my situation is with the girl that thought she wanted to convince people she was scary, but she really went to, like, fucking horse camp. And Azula was, like, an actual scary person. Azula was, like, top, top of the top, like, top of the top. No one spoke down to her. So for these girls to do what they did and say like yo like you miscalculated we still love everyone else like we love who we love like we love ourselves more than we fucking fear you that is a huge statement and then azula loses it that is like one of the main catalyst moments that sets her off for the rest of the rest, rest of the show to her decline i had realized very early on with this person and i made this connection yesterday especially they became very upset when I wouldn't fold. Like, they were a very abusive person, but I just kept my wits about me. I understood, like, yo, this situation sucks, but, like, I can't play nice with people that are disrespectful, people that I don't like, that don't like me. I'm just going to mind my business. So at one point, this person tried to give me the silent treatment just to be abusive for no reason, just because. Just I can go, like, months without talking. So I was like, okay, I shall adjust accordingly. I shall not speak to you when we're around each other. At one point, I noticed the person trying to basically make make me like their little house slave. I don't know what the fuck they were on. They wouldn't do their dishes. They would just pile up the dishes and expect me to clean them. So I only did my dishes. I'm not running your dishes in the dishwasher. Became very irate. There were little aspects of control that they would try to place that I would just ignore. I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm not going to focus on you and your pettiness and your weirdness and your bullshit and your little ways to try to form order. With every day that I lived my life, every day that I ignored her, every day that I asserted myself, she became more and more angry. Right? And she would try to say things like, you know, don't ever, don't ever feel like you can't talk to me because, like, I know I can seem intimidating. And I would say, you know, no, no, don't worry. You're not intimidating. You know, very, very manipulative tr- manipulative, and trying to force assert dominance. Because what the weakest links in a group always do, they try to take down the strongest person in the group because they know they're weak and they can't have anyone else seeing that they're weak. But it's like, babe, I, I, I've been in the actual trenches. Like, I have people... Like, I... First of all, I, I am from originally from the Bronx. And that should tell you what that is right there. Because no one from the Bronx is going to be scared... Of a, of a girl who went to horse camp and dance class that wears like floral patterned shirts and unironic fucking like I, 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 I just like what makes you think 
What makes you think that we like what makes you think that? What did she? Sorry, my friend just texted me something and I'm like, wait, what does she mean? Um because I do these episodes from my from my phone. I'm so assured in myself that I know what an actual threat is. So in my mind, I'm just like honestly this is just some like weird annoying girl who can't stand me and can't stand the fact that i'm just i look good and i'm skinnier than her and i don't say that lightly i say that because she had a full-fledged eating disorder she was also a model and would beg me to tell her beg me to tell her my weight like she was fucking sick because she knew i was smaller than her and that made her very angry you know, my modeling career was popping off and hers wasn't. I was dating someone and she was still stuck on her ex from three years ago and like keeping all of her ex's stuff around. The girl was very unwell. When she realized that I just genuinely did not give a fuck about her existence and that I don't fold, I'm stubborn. I'm like, a, I think I've Taurus in my chart five times. So I'm not a triple Taurus or quadruple Taurus. I'm like a, what is the Q word? Quint, quint, quintuple Taurus? <laughs> Bro, like, nothing's getting through me. When you take those placements, plus my own personal history and background, plus the whole personal trenches shit and where I'm from, like, yo. I'm not... I have no reason to be threatened by you. And I think when she realized that I had... that she had miscalculated... It really drove her nuts because she was already an abusive person to begin with and she was already pulling out these abusive stops which even though i had my wits about me and was very strong that is very exhausting to be around it just got worse so there was another person in the apartment who was younger who this girl um had lived with us um she was a new roommate because the she wanted her to uh this girl had no modeling career like her modeling career was dried and dusted dusty so she chose this girl as a means to um oh like she's a younger model she's signed to an agency she has an agent i want her i want her career i mean she said that so maybe this girl could hook me up if i ever live with us unwell unwell unfortunately this girl This girl has a long path ahead of her because she's balls deep in a really insane, abusive, codependent connection, but also water meets its level. So those two are a great match. I, there was a rift between us because I saw like, what the fuck is that? I can't stick around for that. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point where the older roommate, the main girl, would just lie about me all the time and would say horrible things about me. Basically, whatever would happen on a daily basis, this girl would say the opposite to the other roommate. I mean, I'm talking so weird that when my mom sent me balloons on my birthday, this girl told the younger roommate, um, you know, I got I got Nia those balloons. When I come into my house, the, the apartment, the younger roommate is there and she's like, oh, uh, you know, so-and-so got you these balloons for your birthday. 
I look at the tag. The shit says from mom. I call my mom on speaker while they're both in the living room. Hey, mom, thank you for the balloons. How many did you get me again? Eight. Count them all out. My mom's like, yeah, I got you eight balloons. They got them from this company. Oh, just checking. Insane. Because this girl was so obsessed with wanting to look like a saint for the younger roommate. Not only so that she could just mooch off of her career, but at this point it was deeper than that. She just wanted, it was extreme codependency. She wanted someone to be obsessed with her. That she was willing to do weird shit like that. But on a on darker level, she tried to convince me, like textbook abuser, get rid of your friends. Those aren't your friends. They're a sign of your past. They're a sign of your bad history. Almost like they're impure. Get rid of your best fucking friends. I was like, no. Goodbye, horse camp. Because I have common sense and I understand that those are, the, those are the tactics that abusers do. Younger roommate, though, she convinced the younger roommate to get rid of some of her best friends. Best, best friends. And really got in her head. And of course, you know, this, this person had turned all of, my, all of our mutual friends against me. But I, I suspected that, that once I left the connection, you know, they would abusers tend to look incredible they know how to make themselves look incredible for everyone else and then they pull out all their stops in their darkness um with you the person that they're trying to abuse so i knew that once that connection ended some really cool people or people that I thought were really cool they would be out of my life almost effective immediately once they returned against me when the last straws being or the last straw being once i had left and said I was leaving the apartment, that really set them off. At this point, the younger one was just doing and feeling whatever the older one said. The older one, mind you, both roommates as well weren't working, would try to make fun of me for working because they said, that's not manifesting abundance. So they both quit their jobs, took their savings accounts from thousands of dollars to literally having $20 to their names fully. Because... If, we're, if modeling is meant for us, we'll manif- manifest the abundance that we need to and God will give us the checks really deep dark shit you know what i'm saying like really sick when i had said i was leaving the apartment it created that sense of like how dare you like you know in a movie where the where a main villain or character is like how dare you walk away from me that's what that was because they did she didn't want me around she couldn't fucking stand me but what she wanted was for me to submit and when I just said, I'm, you know, I'm leaving. You could, that, that just really, it, it really put the nail in the coffin. You know, so when I had left the apartment, they had texted me weeks after I'd left saying, you know, we want your security deposit and you've just been disrespectful to us and your energy has always been off. I ignored it. So what I don't care about your feelings too. With money and security deposits, you have to give a security deposit back after thirty by the thirtieth day in California by a month. If your landlord or whoever doesn't give it back to you in full, and that shit's not resolved within thirty days, legally you're entitled to all of it. So I was like, I'll just wait, because this isn't getting resolved anytime soon. I'm gonna just wait it out. Really, really dark, t- fucked shit. And I know the way I've articulated it over the past twenty or thirty minutes explaining this honestly is not the way that it does not even touch what i actually went through you know when i started dating this guy this person that stopped speaking to me you know like how dare you leave us leave me leave our connection how dare you 
Um, again, she would with her eating disorder and shit. She would eat food from from the fridge that was mine. I'm talking like single serve things because she just couldn't help it. You know, between the like weird anorexia and 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 then the binge eating disorder combination, or I guess you can't be both, but exhibiting signs of both. And she said she had a past eating disorder, but it wasn't past. Locking her, locking herself with the other roommate in their room for hours so they could just talk about me and then saying that they felt unsafe around me because I, my energy was off. Lying to other people about me constantly talking about like she she was nuts she was nuts and even though i knew what was going on that still takes a lot of reeling um healing from you know because that was the space i lived in that those are people i had to deal with on a daily basis and it's a lot to live in an apartment that has become a prison i might get back to that but the second situation this one is the one that makes me sick to my stomach, and this one is the one that's really kept me kind of reeling. I was in a friend group that I um, thought I knew I was on my way out of because I just felt like I was getting weird vibes from the girls. One of, one of the boyfriends, um, when, one, while drunk, had admitted that the girls were jealous of me. We don't tolerate frenemy energy because if someone is jealous of you, jealous friends are dangerous. Those aren't your friends. So I'd gone to a party and I was like, you know, one last time, one last visit just to amicably leave. And I shouldn't have even done that because, you know, like when drug drug users are like, you know, one last hit and that's the one they OD on. It was the same way with this. I'm just going to stop by one last visit, two hours, show my face, look cute, leave and never see them again. Should have never gone. And it's been very hard to deal with because it's like, yo, like all I wanted was friends. You know what I'm saying? I don't do anything to anyone. I don't hurt people. Like I don't, I'm not like that. But these girls were so jealous, jealous of me and the way I looked and the way I talked and sounded in my life and jealous of the way that their boyfriends looked at me. That they hated me, but they also really wanted me around. to to leech to leech off of to to be able to evil eye actively in person like when you have people that don't like you but they keep inviting you out they're doing it so they can either see you try to see you slip up in person or at least so that they can evil evil eye you you know and send you as many negative bad thoughts as possible or so that they have someone to abuse you know i'm at a, i'm trying to paraphrase this but i'm at a party one of their guy friends essentially starts cozying up cozying up to me um and i i thought it was innocent enough he and i had gone out on some dates he and i had like you know unfortunately done whatever we had done and um i'd gotten some weird vibes off of him towards the end and i just felt like you know i can't deal with a guy that's like even though i knew he had feelings for me and i had feelings for him 
I can't, it doesn't fuck, fuck your feelings, you know? We, we apply common sense here. It doesn't matter how strongly I feel about him. Because I do feel, with him, that was like some real twin flame shit. It was like weird. Nonetheless, though, I was like, I don't really care because I go off of logistics and common sense. Common sense says this man, this man is, on, is on some weird shit or he's just like dis- weirdly distant or not putting in, in enough effort or I intuitively got the vibe like, huh, why do I feel like he's, he's, he's sleeping with someone else? Was I wrong? No, I wasn't. I can't forgive any of them, but I can what is worse to me is not what he did because men are fucking stupid or can be so i'm like yo like it's it's very unfortunate although i don't know what what i'm going to tell you how much he, he knew or planned but i i feel more so and i'm leaning more so that on the basis of thinking that the people in the group had saw and in saw that he and i were connecting and just used him as opposed to him orchestrating himself because i don't he didn't i i'm very confident that he didn't orchestrate this with him it's just like wow stupid fucking male it is the people in the group and the way that this was set up and that's that really hurts the most so he is a part of i was friends with this girl in in a, in a like friend group her best friend had her own little like mini friend group you know what i'm saying so he was a part of this her best friend's friend group the that best friend invites me to a party that's where me 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 uh, uh, so he and i t- in essence have a lot of friends mutual friends or or are in the same friend group i already did not like hooking up with sleeping with dating someone in a friend group i really don't like that I just, I just don't, but nonetheless, um, we, he and I connect in whatever way we connect, that's it, we stop, basically stop dating. I decide, come a couple months later, like, I just really don't ever want anything to do with him, And there's just no way for him to ever come back into my life because you don't get to just fucking leave and be cold and just think you have any space in my life. I told my this close friend of mine, you know, that that's in his friend group, close friend of mine that, you know, I'm dating this guy. I really like him. And once I told him, told her who it was, we had sat across from each other at dinner. Um, and I said, you know, well, this is the guy that I'm dating you know him she knew i was seeing someone but i wouldn't tell her who because i just like to keep that very private i told her you know this is the guy i'm dating he's sweet i really hope it goes forward i really do like him a lot like i i I fucking like him a lot you know like he, he seems like a sweetheart and he's cute so that helps like i hope it goes forward and she was like yo i'm so fucking happy for you i can't I can't I can't wait to see how it goes forward. I hope he like claims you. I don't like the term claim, but you know a lot of people in our community use that term. I hope um it just goes forward. You guys are going to make a great couple. I I'm so excited for you guys to come as a couple to like my my um my next party. Uh, 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 uh. you you deserve it. You and him, you and him would be a great match. She looked me in the eyes and said this to me 
while knowing that he had a whole girlfriend. And this is someone that I was friends with for years. How did I find all this out? He had reached out to me at the beginning of summer when I had posted, you know, a cute little picture of myself when I was um, in Mexico. And I tell, I don't respond to him. I tell my friend, you know, how interesting that he reached out. He must really be going through some shit or like to, to, to come reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's been a long time and I haven't spoken to him. And he knows I'm not speaking or interacting with him. She basically lets it slip accidentally. Which, and then that, uh there was more than meets the eye and that's when the can of worms had just just erupted the essence of the whole conversation with her when i spoke with her on the phone for about three hours the three hours that i spent or facetime that i spent pulling some information out of her was who else knows and why didn't you tell me anything i think the best way for me to explain this would without dragging this out too long would be basically to go by her lies and and go off of that with my question of who else knows i had asked her many many times over the past couple months if not the past year does anyone else know that he and i were together because i'm very personal about that i don't really like that does anyone else know Many different times over many, many months, she said to my face, no one else knows you're good. Everyone had known. Well, once they were all in on it, of course, right? They, they all planned this. But everyone knew. First major, major lie, right? And she was correcting her lies. Or I had to pull apart her lies as we were speaking. So first it was... Alright, no one knows. Okay, well, maybe this one person knows. Okay, yeah, she knows. And, okay, so that if she knows, then her boyfriend knows, right? Well, all these girls, they... they, Everything you tell them, they tell their boyfriends. Okay, so well, then if he knows, then his best friend knows, which is your boyfriend. So your boyfriend knows, right? Unless you told him yourself. Well, and okay, so if they all know, then literally everyone else knows. Well, yeah, but... So we went from, Nia, no one knows, to what, a good... 10, 12, 15 people know? Okay. Why didn't you tell me anyone knew? Let's just keep it in the past. Let's keep it in the past. Move forward. Heavy gaslighting. Like, no. I need names and dates now. And she's looking at it from the lens of... But he's just... He's just... And I'm like, you don't understand. I don't give a fuck about him. I'm not upset over him. To which I even told her. You know how pretty I am? I can get any man I fucking want. The issue isn't him. It's all of you. So explain this to me now. Well, why didn't you tell me sooner, you know? Well, there was just a lot going on at the time he was dating you. Oh, no, babe. Explain. She goes on to explain that he had a girlfriend before, during, and after me girl girlfriend like you know this girlfriend was also the cousin of one of she tells me it was the cousin of one of um of his girl best friend you know the best friend that i had mentioned a few minutes ago which is sick because that y'all go out with that cousin all the time 
and to the best friend whose cousin it is you you're, you don't how are you still friends with him you know this man is dogging out your cousin cheating on your cousin and you don't how do you see this cousin in, in righteousness and and not say anything like what the fuck but i mean character is everything there are a couple people in that group cheating on their partners and they'll tell me like oh this person's cheating on this person this person's cheating on this person and they just don't say anything and they mind their business they mind their business when it's not appropriate to mind their business and no one ever gets called out for their like their evil fucking actions so at this point i'm like okay so did you know that he was that while i was dating him that he had a girlfriend well and she goes on to explain like listen i also didn't tell you because he just had a lot going on and he was just dealing with so much and mind you she is not friends with him he is a mutual friend of hers but she's not friends with him but their hatred of me is much more important than their barely like of him you know what i'm saying like the enemy of my enemy is my friend so basically she had explained that i was just collateral damage to her and them in his path of fury because he's unhinged she's a fucking mess so when you see us at a party hook like cuddling and you're like huh this is our in because we've been looking for a way to hurt this bitch and we haven't really been able to not not as severely because now she she's a different person she looks different she has a new career path this is our chance we're really upset now see if he can either break her heart we're not really sure if she has one but see if she could he could break it if he can't see if he can like i don't know just cheat on her or or fuck up her head or get her pregnant or give her an std see what he can do because he does damage to any woman in his path see so she had basically explained they were protecting him this man that she doesn't even fuck with her friends don't even fuck with only her best friend and her best friend's friends different friend group fuck with him But because he had bigger things going on, this man that she doesn't even really know, but wanted to protect anyway, I was his collateral damage. I was just a blip on his radar. They, I was his mess. So fuck, fuck me and, and, and this, this friend that you were friends with for years. Me, I, I was friends with her for years. That suddenly went out the window, right? Because he had bigger things going on. If you knew he was, so I, I went on to say, also, in addition, if you knew he was a bad person, if you knew he was a dog of a man, why wouldn't you tell me? Oh, well, you just said, like, you know, you were interested in dating again. So that fucking asked you. If you knew he was a bad person and was dangerous, why wouldn't you tell me? Oh, well, I just wanted you to have your fun, too. Excuse me? Excuse me? You knew nothing, of, you know nothing about my relationship history, but you know i don't hook up you know i date for long term i can be yeah i can be horny and joke about that but in what way is that for you to presume that i'm just like some flaming fucking whore that will fuck anyone on the street i have i'm a human being with thoughts and feelings and i'm very very sensitive and very responsible with myself and my body y'all know this too and she had said, you know, well, Nia, would you have really even done anything or changed your mind if I told you? And when she said that, I was like, wow. That right there, there was no intention. 
no intention of ever telling me every intention of wanting to watch me be hurt she not only did she she knew he was a shitty human being to begin with on top of that she knew he had a girlfriend on top of that at when she and i sat across from each other at dinner a week or two before i had to be out of state to travel there was a group party they were all at he was there i think when i couldn't come he invited his ex his girlfriend I also do have my suspicions that... Well, I know there's multiple women. I also have my suspicions that there's another girl. But it doesn't really matter anyway. But regardless... I couldn't be at the party. He couldn't keep it in his pants for more than five days. He starts fucking someone else at this... Um, it was like, like, like a trip. A group trip. You know, he starts fucking someone else at the trip. She sees me a couple days later after the trip... She sees me a couple of days later after the trip. Sorry, I just had to follow someone right now because I was like, you know what? She sees me a couple of days after that trip, and you know what she's like? That's when she says, you know, I, I wish you guys the absolute best. And I said, Jada, did you know that he, you knew he had sex with someone during that trip? And then you told me like four days later, I'm so excited for you guys. The f- Are you out of your fucking mind? Oh my God. So you know he's a shitty human being. You knew he had a whole girlfriend in general. You knew that when I couldn't come on the trip, he invited his girlfriend or, 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 or his, his on and off girlfriend to the trip to take my place and, f- and, f- and fucked her raw mind you because my issue with cheating is not f- not fuck fuck my feelings right health these fucking people out here when someone cheats on you the biggest it's an issue not just because of your fucking feelings but because of your health they're putting your health at risk so when people get back with people that cheat i'm like wow that's you're f- that's fucking stupid to me because that is your health that's your health that is your health you don't know what you have now you don't know what you what you could have caught what you don't know even if you didn't catch anything they were just very happy they were fine with being putting you at risk so you know all of that you just you say well I, we just wanted you to have your fun right evil on top of that like why wouldn't you tell me well, we just knew that you were moving anyway, so... Okay. Basically, hope, basically just saying they thought the issue was going to resolve itself. We're going to let him dog her out. It'll be fine because she's going to move anyway. We won't ever have to deal with her again. As if when I just moved, I would just be fucking dead and not exist. On top of that, there were months after where I would just bring him up in passing. You know, it was really weird what happened. I don't really know what happened oh you know but you're just gonna move on you're doing better now because she knew when she was guilty there was a time where i had a penthouse and i invited this person over to the penthouse and i was like you know you know honestly i feel like having sex today i haven't in a minute i don't have anyone like i didn't know and plus i don't like hook up or anything anyway only possible person i would know of is him 
And I was like, you know, he comes to mind, but obviously it's not a good idea. And she was like, you know what? Call him over. Invite him over so that when I leave, he let, let him bring him over. And this is why common sense matters and to not listen to the dumbass primal urges of your body when you're ovulating. Because I was like, well, that would be a poor choice. Plus he in his weirdness that is a form of disrespect and i didn't even know at that point what he was into i just knew even everything i knew of him it was not showing respect for me so of course i can never sleep with you again so she says this to me when i invited her into my place knowing he still had a girlfriend and had been cheating on me when he was with me the whole group knew and the intention was just to see what damage she could do because he was the (sighs) just the whole time on that FaceTime you know she just saying she just kept saying over and over are you mad at me are you mad at me are you mad at me because you know when a child especially when they get to the ages when they can be kind of they're like seven eight nine maybe even a little younger and the child they they want to do something malicious they want to do something mean like they want to kick their little sibling and trip them or break someone's toy and they work it up in their head and they're like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it that's all they can think of and then they do it and they have this look of sadness on their face and they're guilty because in their mind it sounded great and then in in reality it was a mess right in reality it didn't match up to what they wanted like they were just acting off of some weird messed up ego And then when it came into fruition and they did what they were doing, you see the child where they instantly have a look of regret. This was that. I can tell this was still calculated, especially for the other members of this group. But for her, it was a mix of both. The calculation along with, I just want to do this. And then you do it and you realize what you've done and you realize you've been caught. And that's when that childlike regret comes in. And I don't want to say childlike to diminish her actions because she's very much an adult and knew what she did. But you can tell it was like her fucked up inner child drove the ship for a little bit. So now here I am realizing that I had a group of people orchestrate him and I being in a relationship or orchestrate the the fucked upness of the relationship because they wanted him to hurt me because they knew even no matter he he could love you up and down sweet guy he can love you up and down actually have feelings for you but still can't help not being a fucking mess and being fucked up it just doesn't doesn't matter with him 
so you push me into this connection you're like do it do it do it it'll be great i'm so happy for you so happy for you you know he's cheating on me he's putting my own health at risk and you continue you continue to egg me on and beg me to be with him because i don't matter right like where like are you that jealous that like i'm pretty i don't even know if i've articulated this that well or this could be because it's so fucked up that i that you guys have your jaws on the floor and as i try to grapple it i diminish it i diminish its severity in my own mind but to have someone that i've known for years do that to me allow me to be cheated on allow this person who was very very reckless sexually to put my health at risk to lie to me for months to share my my shit with other people to discuss me in this with other people because they had all planned it they this was what they wanted to happen they wanted him to hurt me they wanted me to be in a situation where i could be hurt so just even lying by omission that was enough and not even lying by omission just flat out lying because there were times where i would ask her like yo do you know anything and she would say no no he's good I'm, i'm sure it's fine knowing she knew the whole time allowing me to walk into a minefield because real friends will say like oh yo, yo that dude i know that dude uh mm-hmm. what i i don't even know much what i do know he's not worth it you can you can do much better but there were times where they would try to set me up with really shitty guys and i would think like wow so you guys are allowed to date the doctors and lawyers or the guys in the group you're allowed to have these healthy relationships but yet you look at me and you want me to date the messy like 25 year old with like two kids and two different baby moms and like you know what i'm saying and who's like barely working and is also like not tall (laughs) right you know he's not a good you know he's a a very troubled human being you know where i'm at in my life and i was i'm only going up and you of course you want me to see you want to see me with him because you want to see how good he can do at trying to pull me to the floor right and these were people that at least for a while i genuinely thought were my friends and i never thought that even if there was some weird jealousy going on and i was leaving the friend group anyway as i said i did not think that they would pull these stops out and that's why we say if you have fake friends it's dangerous like i don't care what you say i don't care what your fucking excuse is you need to understand that you're wrong and you are in danger because fake friends are always plotting on you they're always evil eyeing evil eyeing you and they're waiting for their moment to strike and i'm not just speaking from my experience like yo this is my body that's something i can't get that back i can't i am just so sensitive when it comes to relationships and sex and they all knew that and there were times where i would look this girl in the eye and say yeah he and i just had to stop i i I just felt like 
I got the little intuitive vibe that he could have been dating other people or like sleeping with other people and I'm just very sensitive with my body I don't want to be hurt I don't want to deal with someone that's willing to hurt me or sleep with other people and put me at risk I hate being at risk of STD she'd even known I and I don't want to get into this because it's very personal but I had someone very close to me die from um an STD which had become full-blown infection and it had the complications of it had killed them very young you know you know this and you know this story and no i did not contract anything from this person thankfully but i would express to this person in retrospect the months after this relationship had ended some of the fears that i had at had toward the end of the relationship i was like if they're sleeping with other people then that's instantly putting me at risk and that's that's why i i had ended it and she would say, yeah, girl, you know, it's so crazy, but it's a good thing. Like, he, had, he, he would never do that. Knowing that's exactly the type of person he was like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't keep getting into, like, the details of it. The I've had to grapple with a lot of that and just that level of heavy betrayal. One from the first set of friends, fake friends with the roommates. This one has hit even worse. Because these are people that I knew for years. One of which I was very close with. These are people that had looked me in my eye multiple times. And they had even just invited me to a party with all of us, including me, said dude, and said dude's girlfriend on or off girlfriend because I don't know if they're really together just to as, as if I'd be fine with going and knowing I'd done nothing wrong still inviting me so I could might just be like the, the laughing the, the laughing sock of the group the whore so I can be publicly humiliated that level of deep d- deep seated like hatred and jealousy So I've I've had to sit, just rebuild myself and really just sit with the deep-seated level of uh, betrayal that I had went through. Because yes, I'm moving on. Things will get better. Uh, uh, I, I went through a lot. And I, I was set up by a group of people who had orchestrated having a sweet but reckless, fucking stupid, unhinged and fucked up dude. lure me in fuck me hurt me and try to toss me to the side and I can only imagine everything that she had told me that was only just a blip of the act the actual horrors the additional horrors that I don't even know that I probably might not ever know And I think it's that root of just pain that's really been coming up. I guess it's like grief, a mix of grief and rage. A lot of sadness, you know. I had seen like, oh, they were at a party a while ago. And that like I wanted to be there, but more like knowing I just wanted to have friends. I was not desperate for friends, but I thought this was a friend group that could progress. And it, it turned out that I, I trust my intuition. Not only did they not like me like my intuition had said, but they had hated me. 
because there were other things that I had gone through as a result of this connection with the, with this man that I I personally won't get into or ever get to get into. But that is their blood. That is blood on their hands. You know what I'm saying? Or, met- metaphorically speaking. But just like all of that pain that I had endured, like that is. No one wanted to protect me because no one cared. They did not care about me. They did not want me to be protected. They wanted me to be hurt. So I've been sitting with that and really realizing how um, I'd be. I had trust issues already, very, very, very severely. So I'd be lying if I said, uh, you know, this wasn't adding. This is something that has has fucked with the trust issue so much that I honestly don't even know where to put it between this one and the last one, but especially this one. And I've had to just focus on rebuilding, focus on the rage. Forgiveness is not something that's on my mind right now. that's, That's not where I'm at. Focus on understanding and knowing, like, you went through something traumatic. You went through something. Because there are implications of what I went through with him that I won't even get to. to, But I'm like... Implications that involve, like... Where does levels of consent come in when something is too... Set up. You know what I'm saying? And I, I won't even get go there, but rabbit holes my mind have have gone down, rabbit holes that are probably very very valid and correct, but where I con- honestly can't even fathom um, processing all of it right now. It it is quite painful, you know. And like I had said earlier, the universe always makes space, and they were like, "Yo, everything comes to light." Because the week I had found out about that. And things had really come to blow with um, my roommates, you know, when they had sent me these, this fucked up text message that I never responded to. Some other family shit had come out, like, skeletons in the closet just falling out. Space needed to be made, and space is being made, and I understand that. But the same way, like, if you ever see someone with braces, or if you've had braces, and, like, you have crowded teeth, and they have to kind of pull them apart, kind of, with the braces, it It hurts. They're making space, but it hurts. And this is what that is. And I think as I find myself a new apartment, I got myself a studio in LA just until I figure out my next place. Um, I short-term studio until I figure out my next place. I'm honestly really feeling like going to like Montana. You know it's bad when a bitch just wants to be in the trees. <laughs> the trees and like the mountaintops, you know. I've really been feeling like Montana, Utah, even like the glacier areas of Washington State. Switzerland, if I could. Italy, uh, just, just um, northern Italy. I think I've just been trying to figure out, yo, where do I go next? What do I do next? And I haven't been able to because this um, pain has been taking the forefront. And it needs to be dealt with and reckoned with and sat with so that space can be made so that these newer ventures can take seat.
you know. Because I think it finally leveled me to a point where I was like, I'm not really attached to anything right now. I could eat, I could go to Switzerland right now for like all of October. I don't really give a fuck. Like I, I don't I don't care anymore. It's not really a place I want to be at, but it's it's given me a level of openness and expansion. Because at this point, I've I've felt this really harsh feeling of like I don't want to be here. Not like here in the, in the physical sense, but like I don't want to be in New York right now. I really don't feel like being in a mixed feelings with LA but California is also really big and San Diego also is sweet so I could always hop down there I just need to be be alone but be with people I know or vetted and care about me and just and just get through it you know And it's been hard because I am not a kind, I'm, I'm kind, but I'm not nice. And I've had to ask like, yo, God, I think they say in the Quran, um, if you, the Quran per, kind of per, permits like eye for an eye, like if someone enacts wrong on you, you can enact this a same amount of like revenge kind of, but it has to be the exact same level. Or you have the option of letting it go and giving it to God, and God will one handle it as He always does. But you will be rewarded threefold, fivefold, tenfold. So much and receive so much more. And I've had to say, like, yo, God, please take this, take the, both these situations and handle it, because I, you know what I'm capable of doing, and even if it is, I would be in my right to do what I want to do. It is, it's, it is a specific level. It's not petty. It's a specific level of darkness that you know I can enact. And even though I would be in my right to do what I would want to do, I'd still have to... I don't know if I feel like sitting with the after effects of that. You know what I'm saying? Take this because I really don't know how to... If I, the only way I know how to deal with it, if I were to handle it, would be to become an ultimate villain. And I'm not, that's not an exaggeration. And I've had these thoughts like, yo, this period is either trying to turn me into a superhero or a supervillain. And the line is really fucking thin. But I can only imagine in, in the future, the beauty that will come out of this will be immense. But in the meantime... I am just left to grapple with the aftermath. And I think that brings me back to my original point of this ground zero, right? I don't feel like I've, I've been leveled to zero. But I'm admitting to myself that I'm in more pain than I thought I was. And that's fine. I, there are a lot of people right now that are in a lot of pain as of these past couple weeks, as of the past week or two. A lot of people that just aren't all right. A lot of good people. And I think it's because we are being leveled to make space. But it's still not fun.
and this was the first time that i've been this is the shortest i have been able to record this episode on this topic and if you're like nia but we're at an hour and a half i know because this is the only way i've been able to explain this and still have it make sense because i or have it make sense for you guys because this has been one of those situations where an overall situation where like i make it honestly doesn't make sense and there are a lot of and this is i am grateful that i trust my intuition enough to make decisions without things making sense because i know my intuition i know my intuition is just giving telling me to do it and it will work like when i left this dude when i did my intuition was like nia you have to leave and it didn't quite make sense until months later where i had learned what the fuck was happening or with said roommate situation where my intuition had told me in the very beginning something's off and i was like all right the month of june had come to me i'll be out by june and i had made plans to be out by june even though i didn't quite know why and then a couple months in life had started to tell me why and i think you really have to trust in your intuition when things like that happen like you just have to trust into your in your into your intuition excuse me regardless because there really is no space for it to fail I had realized that I was dealing with such a manipulative mask shadow of a human being and said roommate situation, someone that was highly spiritual but using it for absolute darkness and that had fucked me up. And then I'd realized that I was dealing with a group of people that had planned to do something to me so heinous that, you know, I'm left to grapple with the pieces of, well, now what? Because I already was reeling with trust issues and commitment issues. And I even had a psychic tell me, you know, you love people, but you don't trust them. And I never have. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this? You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that can be answered right now. It It, it is a lot, though, to grapple with. Also, don't let this harden you any more than it already has and any more than you already were. That's interesting as well. Am I grateful that everything came to light, though? Absolutely. It's like I say, like I said, like I understand the why the bandaid needs to be ripped up, ripped off, and I always ask that it does be. Don't wait. But excuse me, water break. <laughs> I'm gonna end this in a minute. Zuko in Avatar The Last Airbender. He realizes what right is and he knows that a lot of people will hate him for it. But he chooses right anyway, even though there are other people that don't quite understand that the forces that they're fighting for aren't forces of good. And I had to do that knowing okay i know i'm right just nia stick to your fucking guns you're not crazy you're doing the right thing you're making the right choices you understand that this is fucked up you're not wrong and eventually he is blessed and rewarded heavily but not without a lot of anguish in between 
and there's there's this beautiful episode where, and I still wish Katara would have done this, but Katara has to meet the man that killed his mother, her mother. And it, but because it was a children's show, because I do think if this was the Legend of Korra, a character and a character in the show is in a similar situation, they they would have just killed them. I mean, we saw characters die on that show left and right. Uh, we actually did like very intentionally see murders and shit. So because it was a children's show, I do think. <laughs> Someone said Katara was in anger way too liberal. <laughs> so I even watched that scene with my mother. My mom was like, no, I would, I would have killed the dude. But Katara decides at the last minute, I can't kill him, but she is just going to let the man suffer. Okay. At least, like, you, you know, you, you understand you're letting him suffer, but I still would have fucking killed him. But anyway, towards the end, Aang says, you know, you did the right thing forgiveness is powerful and this is a line that most people don't catch she said i will never forgive him or forget him i don't have that space like she said i will i'm never i will never forgive him but she forgives someone else and she does forgive zuko and zuko is kind of like an extension of herself and that was so beautiful because i was like there's no space in for me in me to forgive any of these people anguish is forgiveness forgiveness i'm a little fucking buddhist style monk forgiveness forgiveness and she's like and she says i will never forgive him and that's fine but i will focus that energy and love on where where it's deserved i'm gonna end this here it's given me a lot to give think about. I hope it's given you a lot to think about. I hope it's also shown you why we can't have fake friends. Because it's more dangerous than you realize. You're not crazy. Jealousy is a bitch. Weakest links will always pull on the strongest link. Because they don't want to be seen as weak. You just have to, you, you reached your level. You found your level. And people that realize that you're no longer on their level, that they're no longer on your level, excuse me, they don't like that. They don't like that. They don't like you having, they don't, they don't like that they want to be able to be somewhere that where they can step on you and abuse you and and you creating that rift or you living your life and building that rift naturally isn't one that they'll appreciate but it's one that's needed and you have to be wary of the level of hatred you will have thrown at you or pain you will have to endure when you stand true in yourself for elevating because that was all it was i had elevated in both situations Especially in the relationship situation, they had realized it was end game because I had elevated myself so much and so quickly. They had realized we were no longer on the same level, and it was anchoring to them. And this was their instance, their main instance they had, or their last chance to try to hurt me. Because this girl knows her worth, and she's once she leaves, she's never coming back. And with that first group of people as well, with the roommate situation, fake friend situation, I should say, abusive friendship they had realized when she this is someone that's much more powerful than we can ever imagine because that's that's what she had realized she knew on every level where whether it was personally mentally emotionally 
in my work life and the shit that I was doing with my jobs spiritually because I have a lot of spiritual gifts and I just you know no bullshit she realized I was light years ahead of where she ever was and it was a threat to her 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 personal image and she knew that we weren't gonna be on the same page for long and that's what happened so why not just try to break this person down so so that they're below you you know but that can't happen i'm me (laughs) my throat hurts i'm tired i've been going through it um no one ever talks about how when you're going through it emotionally physically you'll fucking feel it so take care of yourself you know if you're feeling off if you're going through it focus on your personal health your physical health your mental health um take care of you and everything else will work out don't even focus on the situation so much as just take care of you you know you're not crazy you made the right choice and if you're going through it i'm sorry you're going through it i'm here with you it's gonna be a beautiful spring (laughs) that's that's an interesting slip because spring is the season of life and rebirth this fall and winter will be like an energetic spring for us don't you worry i love you bye